Welcome to Story Over Everything. This is your host, Aaron, along with the co-host, who is the most amazing and patient co-host you can ask for, Taz. What's going on, everybody? Nice to be here. Nice to see Aaron again. You know, it's always a pleasure and an honor to see you, my brother. How's everything? Tell your dog be quiet. I mean, it's already bark. I mean, borking. Um, man, it has been a day. It's really? just been one of those days where you're like, really? Mm. I get it, man. I get um, it. Like I try to tell myself when I wake up, it's going to be the best day ever. Okay. Right? That's the mm-hmm. attitude I want going into the day. That's good. That's good. And then trying to fix my truck turning signal mm-hmm. because it's out and I need to get it inspected. Mm-hmm. And so I got the bulb and I got the old one out and I just can't get the new one in. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one where you got to push down and turn it. I get it. I get it. Push it in, turn it, lock it down. Yeah. It, but you, just, you need smaller hands. Well, my hands aren't very small. I know, but you have kids. Well, maybe that's the trick. Maybe I'll do that. So I messed with that for way too long and it's still not fixed. Yeah. Um, well, and then the kids will be outside with me. They were. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I told my son we were going to go fishing. So we went fishing and it went, went terrible. Uh, <laughs> what you mean, I mean man? So he's been wanting to go fishing for months. Right. And I was like, all right, let's go. Everybody caught a fish but him. My daughter is over there, like, accidentally catching fish. What? And my son is like, he's trying so hard and just can't get a bite. And they're just like, scoop, 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 scoop on everybody else's lines. What? Yeah, so he's upset. And then we ran out of worms. Um, She bought a pack of red worms? Yeah. Just one? Well, it had 30 in it, man. I didn't know. Bro, man, stop being cheap, man. They only like four bucks or something. <laughs> Jeez, us. Um, yeah, and then like everybody kept getting tangled up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, we got to get out of here. I got to go podcast with Chaz. Mm. Um, Don't end the kids fun because of me. Nah, so I told him Chaz is going to be mad at you. <laughs> Uncle Chaz. <ain't... laughs> um, oh, no, nah, it's just man. been kind of that kind of day where it's like, you just want to ask yourself, like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And then we start to record this wonderful episode. Well, we tried to record. But look, I mean, we were trying and trying and my mic wouldn't pick up. And you know what I changed? Absolutely nothing. And then it just. Hello. There we go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, at least you're here, man. You know, at least you're here. In the flesh. At least, you know, your son learned. The lesson that it's not called fishing for nothing. Um, I tried to take him to play golf. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, he likes golf, but I, we haven't been fishing in a while, so I guess he wanted to change it up. Right. Switch it up. On the way home, he said we should have played golf. <laughs> Ooh. I'd definitely rather fish than play golf. Really? Um, I love fishing. I do. I used to. Yeah, it's it's harder with kids. I get it because like I, get it. I don't actually get the fish. I just and mostly just helping them put you know the bait on the, the hook. Or yeah, yeah. Untangling line, tying a new hook on. You know, and see, and see, I'm like, I'm like the opposite. Like I'll go fishing with like my old supervisor. Well, he's now my old supervisor, but he has a boat and he'll be talking my head off, and I have my headphones in, and I'll be like, "Yo, I'm just not really trying to talk right now." <laughs> trying to fish and um that's what i would do you know i'm a catfisher that's that's what i fish for i don't i don't want no bass i don't want I've, every blue moon i'll switch it up and go for crappie you know a mm-hmm. fish but ideally i want a catfish um and so that's what i would focus on catching me a catfish and i would I do get it. it successfully um this is not for me I miss it. I'm I'm definitely going to get back into it again. You know, it's crazy. I was doing something um, and I like lost my whole fishing gear bag. Like I had all my fishing gear in a book bag. And to this day, this is like four months ago. I still don't know where this book bag is at. <clears throat> Excuse mm. me. 
It had all my weights, my um, my hooks, you know, the baits when I want to try to do some stupid stuff and, you know, topwater fishing or something like that. But I don't know where this whole book bag is at. It's very mysterious that a whole book bag disappears. It wasn't like a little crossbody bag. It was like a whole legit army black book bag type thing. That's weird because that kind of happened to me too. Um, like I didn't go... You know, usually at the end of fall, I put my stuff up and then mm-hmm. I don't get out until spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I couldn't find it. It's just like all my, like all my soft plastics, all my bait, all my hooks. It's just, I don't know gone. where it went. I don't know either. She gone. But I'll probably buy some more here in a couple of weeks. Cause just like you said, most people, they pack it up and not me. I bundle up. And I get them out there. Uh, I still go for them. Um, I don't know, man. We'll I do want to go together. I want to go hunting this year too. I've I've had my hunting license for like three years now, um, because I'm a, a disabled vet. I get a, you know, the lifetime fishing and hunting license. I can I can fish and hunt everything except for um bear, bear. I I just have to get. A, I have to buy the um the tags for them i believe um but i don't live near bear um yeah i gotta drive like four hours to get four or five hours to get to the mountains from here right and um yeah if i drop the four or five hours i'm really probably just going to go hike through the mountains i'm not thinking about bears even though i kind of should be thinking about them but technically i'm not thinking about i'm not going there for the bears you know yeah, I get uh-huh. that. I'm just, I don't know. My my stepdad was big in the hunting, uh-huh. and I just, I'm not, it's not for me. I'd rather yeah. just go play golf. I get it, man. We're supposed I to like do golf. this um, Drive Shack Top Golf thing. We're going to do it next week, week right? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to see Dude. what you got, man. Nah, it ain't, it ain't great. You would think as bad as I am, I wouldn't like it that much, but it's fun. Um, it is fun. So today's a big day. It is, man. It's it's monumental today. It's a it's new official. chapter, bro. Um, official like a ref with a whistle. How do you feel? How's it feel to no longer have a job? Um, I'll be honest, man. At the at the beginning, I was very um optimistic of my move. Uh, mm-hmm. it was like, man, am I doing the right thing? You know. Um, am I jumping the gun? I was questioning myself, but any other time before then, I would never question myself. I think it was the fact that I had really, you know, turned into resignation notice. Um, yeah, the time was really ticking down and it was really like, yo, you're really about to do this. Like <laughs> you two days out, are you really going to do it? And I started doubting myself. I started doubting myself, my judgment, my capabilities. I just started doubting everything. And um, I think what really set it off for me was I had a, I had a, a a a moment with the most being. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The higher and. I just talked it out. And through that process, it was just like, you see what you bring in from, you know, this talent, this, this gift that you have, you see what you bring in yearly, you see what you bring in so far this year. And you're questioning yourself over something that doesn't even clear half of that. Right. Why? That's a good question. What was the answer? Stop being stupid. Stop being stupid, Chaz. I mean, I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's as real like as it, it gets, bro. Like, stop being stupid. You know, you see it right here. You know, a lot of things people have to see it in black and white, and you see it in black and white. Mm-hmm. Why are you still sitting in a in a in an area of doubt? You're right. There's no reason to. There's no reason at all. So yeah, man. Um, I officially today I officially resigned. Um, at my job, um, for you guys that don't know, um, as long as I've been doing weddings, I've been, you know, still having a job. Um, I was making pretty good money, 
It wasn't mm-hmm. amazing money, but it was good, especially for the area that I live in. Um, um, the next step from the slot that I was in was the supervisor of my whole entire section, which involves three different sections. And I was, you know, the go-to guy underneath him. And um, it was like a mixed feelings day. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 so I've always worked in logistics as long as, you know, every job I've had has been logistics, the military, civilian side, it's always been logistics. So I know logistics, but it was the people, it was the relationships that I had that I knew I was leaving. That was the hardest to let go. It wasn't the job itself. It was the people and the relationships. But then I realized you're not letting the people go. You're just letting go of the fact of seeing them every day. You worked in the, you're letting go of the fact of clocking in every day. You're letting, mm-hmm. you know, the getting a paycheck for what you do for 40 hours a week, letting go. And, you know, most people know you can, you can easily clear a, a, a two week paycheck within, you know, one wedding or so. Yeah. Um, and that's just for me, you know, Aaron is more the commercial guy, but I'm definitely the, the wedding guy. And it was just like, yeah, just, you got money saved up, you know, it's not like you're going to end up eating noodles and noodles or anything. (laughs) You've been doing it way too long. So just like, let it go, man. And, um, yeah, let it go. They, they, my team, they, you know, they had all these gifts and surprises for me when I left. It was really dope. Um, I'll miss them. I tell everybody, yo, you know, I'm just a phone call away. Call me if you need me. Um, but the fact that I don't have to wake up at, you know, five thirty in the morning, especially like nice. after like a Sunday wedding. Oh uh. God. Especially after this next week and a half for you, bro. Man, it's about to be crazy busy over here. Um, luckily I was looking over the timelines today. Nothing starts like crazy early. So pretty much like every day it's like uh after one, two PM type of day. You know what That's I'm saying? Good. I so, think uh our tomorrow starts at three, right? Yeah, three. So like I'm not gonna set an alarm or anything. I'll just I'm I know I'm not gonna sleep until noon. Don't be know. surprised. I mean, um it's a Friday. What I what what won't surprise me is if I wake up at five in the morning still. Right. Nothing to do. Bored. Nothing to do. Bored. And um so yeah, tomorrow we we shooting together. Three o'clock, um, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Let's go. Um, Saturday, I'll be in Augusta, Georgia. Um, I think that starts. I think they got me on the clock at, at, on the books at like two. I want to say, mm-hmm. like two to ten or something. Um, Sunday, I'll be in Wallace, North Carolina. Um, I just got that timeline. I want to say it's it has me at there at like three. Where is Wallace you know? at? Wallace is like uh, an hour away from Fayetteville. Um, it's on the other side of Clinton. Like, okay, I know where Clinton's at. Yeah, it's like fifteen minutes away from Clinton. Okay, so yeah, that's it's only like an hour from my house on like this back highway road. So, um, yeah, man, everything is it, it seems to be pretty dope, man. I'm 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 low key looking forward to this wedding. You know, I look forward to any time I'm I'm, you know in the presence of the OG, oh you know what I'm saying? The the greatest, the, the, the goat. Um, you gotta quit. You're the goat, man. Nah, man, I'm a goat. <laughs> you said, <so dumb>. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. I'm always look forward to shooting with you as well. Cause I know I really don't have to do much. Um, easy, cause easy. you just carry the, the load. I'm just there to hang out, have a good time. Um, 
Yeah, sure. I'll just, I'll get the drinks. You get everything else. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> I did. I got you. I got one last time. You got me one beer, bro. Well, I also got me one, too. Well, you got, okay, two. Then I was like, yo, <laughs> let's get another one. He's like, no, I'm not going back up there. No, what, what, no, don't just tell people like that. Like I just punked out on it. There was a reason why. What was the reason? You said they wouldn't. They said no vendors. But you already got one. <laughs> they didn't tell me that. I know you was you was in the clear. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably irresponsible I, anyway. Yeah, we don't recommend you know indulging during weddings. Yeah. I'm just an OG, and I just I just have a good time. Yeah, you gotta and have plus, the right couples. Plus, it's gonna take you like twenty seven Michelob Ultras to get drunk at a wedding, anyways. I wouldn't so, recommend that. Yeah, she if you got that much time weddings. to drink that many. Jeez, Louise, man, what are you doing? What you talking about? If you got that much time to drink that many beers. Oh no, I don't drink at my weddings. My couples are always like, "Yeah, come have a drink," and I'm like, "I don't know." Like it just, I don't want to mess something up, and then someone would be like. Oh, I saw him having a beer. You know what happened? Yeah, I'm totally opposite. <laughs> <laughs> don't invite me. <laughs> don't what is what's it saying? Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'll, I've legit done weddings and brides are like, they'll be doing prep. They're like, oh, let's drink some shots. I'd be like, right. let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I don't care if I it's like ten it. o'clock in the morning. Taz is just, he's out here for a good time. He's out yeah, here to man. live life. Good time, good time, good vibes, you know, good film. You know, we got autofocus, so you don't have to worry about the focus being off. <laughs> don't use autofocus. There you go. I do. Certain uh, so I want to know, Chaz, before we get into today's topic, what's in your bag for tomorrow? Ooh, I feel like I should be filming a YouTube video to do that. Like, have it all laid out, all pretty with like the overhead camera, the good lighting, okay. not the the lighting for my fan. Um, so this weekend, I'm taking um two Sony A7 threes, not the S's, because I can't find them anywhere. But that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the the Sony, um, was FS5 Mark II. Mark um, two. Have you yes. used it yet? I have actually. I use it at another wedding. Um okay. I was okay. second shooting with. Um, so I'm taking it as a safety camera. My main my main cameras are the A seven threes though. Um, you know, I got a couple lenses. Uh my my go to's are the eighty five and the thirty five Sony's. Um mm-hmm. I literally keep those on me on a spider belt all day. I carry around a Manfrotto monopod. Um, I'm taking the, the drone, um, mm-hmm. that's the, the Mavic air. I really want the, the, I think it's the two, the air two. I got a homie, man. He has one and he puts it in like this, some type of mode thing. It's a new joint. It's like a thousand dollars and I just don't want to fork out a thousand dollars right now. I get it. Um, but he literally takes it off. I think he tells the drone what the subject is and puts it in this mode and it does like six different flying forms. I can't remember. He told me the other day, but it's literally, he just sits there. Like he doesn't even do anything with the controller. He sits there and watches it. It like does all the different types of modes that it can do. You know, the whole, like the swooping, thing and the back out and looking at it and coming in and the orbit and this and that it's hands free bro and it lasts for two minutes i was like oh what two minutes let me pull up drone i'm gonna pop the trunk the drone will fly out like pop trunk let it out by itself and it's gone and it's like (laughs) boom subject two minutes i'm sitting in the ac while it's doing this thing and then like i'll make it land in the trunk Get out and close done. the trunk and be done. How about just roll down the back window? Just you know, easy. I got bored one time at a venue and um 
I got there super early, so I had time to play around. Mm-hmm. And I would like took the drone off from like my roof of the car, like on the roof. I took it off, and I made it land on the roof. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm a pro." <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, other than that, man, um, pretty much all my stuff fits in a um. What is this bag called? Um, Pelican case? No, not a Pelican case. I I don't even use that anymore. Um, all the photographer jeans. Um, a think tank. There you go. A think tank. Yeah, I got a think tank roller bag that can fit under the um, the the airplane seats. Mm -hmm. So all my camera gear fits in there except for. My lights, light stands, and tripods and monopods, which I have another case in the back seat of my car. That's that's for. That's that um, long case. Yeah, that's that long, big one. Yeah, big block. So, other than that, man, that's it, man. About to knock these jokers out. Um, that's it, bro. That's nice. I was just curious what was in a bag for a Chaz Reed film. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't like um. Beginner Shazri films with the multiple pelican cases and this and that. Nah, those days are long gone. Won't yeah. pro- I'll probably never go back to that. That's carry a backpack. That's Easy. It. And my cell phone. Done. Easy. Man. I do the it's same good. when I second shoot. I have a leather like crossbody bag. Right. I have like a one camera body, couple lenses, and my monopod. That's the ticket. Easy. Easy money, man. All right, so let's talk about it, man. Let's let's get into it. Okay. What are we getting into? The process. Mm. That's the title of this episode. It's the process. I saw that and I said, oh, he wants me to talk a lot again. And I'm not gonna do it. No, I want us to uh to talk back and forth. <laughs> um there was one. Let me see, where is it at? I'm just not used to the iPhone anymore. It's only that's iPhone is life, bro. I don't know, man. We just sat here and went with this Windows crap for like an hour. Well, I don't have a Windows phone. Well, the computer. The computer's supposed to be more. Never mind. I'm over it. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so no, I just wanted to talk about a little bit about since me and you've been discussing it. I thought it would be a a helpful topic. Um. Ah, there was something else I wanted to talk about, though. I'm going to go ahead and ask you. Um, you remember the story you told me of your wedding? I was taking my son to his class. Your wedding the other day? I do. Mm-hmm. So I've been to some weddings um, with some less experienced people. Mm-hmm. And I was curious of the advice you would give of what do you do when things go wrong or they don't go according to plan. Mm. Um, you know, you, you go there and they're running a few hours behind or it's planned by a cousin mm. and things just aren't going smooth. People ain't mm. where they're supposed to be at the right times. What's the best advice for people in those situations that, you know, they're going in here. Maybe this is the first time that they're having to do this or right. be in this situation. Right. I would say, and I want to hear your take on this. Go ahead. Let's get it. What I usually do is I just try to go with the flow. All right. Um, I've seen some photographers I work with and stuff really like dig in their heels and try to push the agenda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's not what I do. This is their day. I'm just here yep. to capture it. If they want to spend it all getting ready, then by all means, I'll capture spend a bunch of getting ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's what I do. I was just curious of. If someone was to ask you, what would you say to that? Yeah. um, The story Aaron's referring to is. um, I'm not going to say the whole story. It's long. I'll say the main thing. So. Last Saturday, Sunday, whatever day it was, I don't know. I was shooting with this really high-end photographer. Like, everybody wants him, you know? I think the day after I went, he was flying to Houston for a wedding. He's like, all year long, everywhere. 
And he was he was getting a little bothered because they were so off from the timeline that he got. And my biggest thing that I kept saying to him is get there on time. Know when the ceremony is supposed to start. Know when you're supposed to leave. Once you get somewhere, you're not going anywhere. You're not like, oh, I'm only here for four hours. You know, well, some of you might be. I don't know. I know when I film my weddings, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to start at this particular time. This is when it ends. Do I need to stay all the way to the end? No, I don't. Okay. I should be getting off around this time. This is just in my head. I'm a little bit more strict when it comes to time, when it comes to my second shooters, though, because, you know, a lot of times you're paying them per hour, you know, they got to do certain coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, My biggest thing is as long as you're there on time, everything else is off of you. It's completely off of you. You know, for people to be on time, it's a lot of, um, a lot of that falls on the planner, the planner's assistants, you know, maybe the, the, the bridesmaid, the best man, you know, they see the timeline as well. It's not just you, you know, I know you have this, you have this imaginary timeline in your brain of, oh man, I'm supposed to be doing these shots at this time, blah, 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 blah. I get that. Roger that. This is the real world. It's not, you're, you're not in the military. It's not going to perform like that. 90% of the time. Um, just be flexible, be understanding that you're not the timekeeper. You are the guy or the girl or the man or the woman to that's been hired to capture that day. If that's how the day flows, that's how it flows. I mean, that's it. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Just remember that. I promise you that. Like, you know, the ceremony is going to be the same length as it was originally going to be. They're not going to speed up the ceremony because it's late. No. Mm -mm. Um, They'll speed up stuff in the reception because it's late. But. Excuse me. Um, For you to create a story just because things are behind, it doesn't really affect the story at all. You know, Um, people write their speeches out like the day before or they (laughs) win. Sometimes the day of. You know, they might not even write a period. Oh, right. Man, I just got told I was going to do these speeches 10 minutes ago. And uh, I just want to say I love you. all OK, mm-hmm. guess who's not going to make it to my highlight video? <laughs> you. It is what it is. Um, Just be flexible. That's all. Like you said, bro, just. It is what it is. That's all it is. We're going to drive on and we're going to be happy. That's it. That's right. Just do your best. That's all you That's can it. do. That's it. All right, cool. So the process. Today's episode, 30 minutes into it now. Um, I wanted to walk with people from you're leaving either a wedding or you're leaving um, a commercial, whatever kind of shoot it is, you're leaving it. Mm -hmm. And what is the process from the time you leave the shoot to the time you deliver the content, the video, highlight, whatever we're calling it, Mm -hmm. from packing up the bag, to saying it's been nice working with you. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. So for me, we'll go step by step. Um, when I'm done with a shoot, I just toss everything in my trunk and I'm out of there. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't pack it up nice. I don't take out batteries. Mm-hmm. I just drop it. I'm out. Mm-hmm. What about you? So I, I will take out my batteries. That's that's really the only prep that I do. Um, I take my batteries out in the think tank. I have like this particular blocked off part of mm-hmm. like use batteries. I take all the batteries out and I put them in there. That way I know when I get home, the batteries that are in here need to be charged. Mm. Other than that, I do nothing. And n- 10 times out of 10, I don't even empty my trunk or nothing out. Like for like, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> I'm not saying do it. I'm, you can always bet that Chaz is going to keep it real on this podcast. That's I the, probably goal, right? don't empty out my trunk with my equipment and backup stuff. If it's like a Saturday wedding and I don't have anything until next Saturday, 
I probably won't touch anything in my trunk until like Thursday. Like it'll, I parked my car in the garage. Mm-hmm. It's not the element. It's in my trunk. It's okay. I won't touch anything until Thursday. Then I'll be like, oh man, I need to charge my batteries up. I don't even think about the footage. <laughs> I'm thinking about the batteries. Like I need to charge right. my batteries. And so for me to charge my batteries, I grab my, my bags and my whatever I bring it inside. When I pull those out, that's when I back stuff up. So yeah, that's all I do. Yeah. So for me, I always bring my stuff in. I don't leave anything in the car, but I also mm-hmm. don't park in my garage mm-hmm. um, because it's not a parking garage. It is a used garage. (laughs) There you go. Um, But then, so then the next morning I will go and take the stuff out of my bags because I don't really like to leave things in my bags. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. Mm -hmm. Um, Because oftentimes I'll switch bags from shoot to shoot, depending on what Mm -hmm. it is. Gotcha. Um, So I get all my stuff out of my bags and I put it. See, right now I've got this shelf behind me back here. For those Mm -hmm. of you listening, there's a shelf behind me. Um, And I'll put it up there and I organize it. And then... I usually try to back up my footage the next day. Mm-hmm. I don't like it to sit. I always like to get it on, you know, a hard drive and back it up. Mm-hmm. So it's not just in one spot. Um, and I just like to go ahead and do that. So I'm not like trying to rush at the end of the process when I'm about okay. to go shoot something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so then let's, let's go into um, the footage. When you go to back up your footage, what do mm-hmm. you do? I try uh I have it on the SD card. I try not to delete the SD card until I'm done, if possible. Right. Uh, just because I like to know, like, worst comes to worst, I still got it on that little card. Right, right, right. Um, but I put it on, so my computer, I put it on that hard drive, and then I also put it on an external hard drive. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I like to have two copies of everything. Okay. You know, in case I do need to get rid of that SD card or reuse it or whatever, I like to keep two copies um, in separate places too. So like if my computer just decides to poop and just like my iMac did, man, if I wouldn't have backed up stuff, I would have lost so much stuff uh, from that iMac. It just died one day. The hard drive just gave out and they couldn't fix it. And then mm. when they shipped the thing back to me, they broke the iMac in shipping. Um, mm. it was just, it was a debacle like no other. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, they, they were pretty careless with that thing. So what about you? How do you, from the time you get home. So now we know, Chaz, this is Thursday. You're about to back this yep. footage up. What do you do? Yeah, so I'm going to pull out all of my SD cards from, you know, cameras, audio recorders, drones, whatever, second mm-hmm. shooter stuff. I'm going to lay it on my desk. I'm going to create a folder. My folder is on the external hard drive. Um, I don't put anything on my computer. I go straight from SD to external. Okay. Um, I put it on the external. Once I have the whole film with the whole, all the footage backed up on the external labeled how I want it. I immediately put it on the cloud somewhere, whether mm-hmm. that's um, Google drive, um, Dropbox or whatever. I put it on one of those two. Normally, uh, normally it takes like, I normally do it overnight and it'll be done by the next time I get back on my computer. Um, so that's automatically two places that I have it. I don't mm-hmm. delete footage off of my SD cards until I need to delete them. Right. So like my audio recorders, I was looking at one of my audio recorders, the little Sony clip on thing. Mm-hmm. You can do like 200 and some hours. If Whew. it's set for like interview, like 200 and some hours. Um, Once I get this, whenever I'm looking for a file and I'm strolling too long, I'll reformat it like the next time I use it. <laughs> Right. Um, so far as weddings, once I get to something where I have like two to three hours worth of space left, I reformat it. But I'm also dual recording and I swap memory cards. I don't know why I do it. I swap memory cards. So whatever's in one that I was recording, because my main recorder, I feel like my main recorder is number one. Even though it's dual recording, I don't know. It's just what I do. Um, it makes sense. I take card number one, I back it up, I make that card number two, then I swap card number two to be card number one. Mm-hmm. I'll format card number one at the wedding, but I still have everything on card number two. Does that make sense? Okay, so you keep that kind of as a backup. Right, right, right. Okay. And once something gets full, 
or almost full, that's when I reformat it. So normally, um, A7 III, you know, the files are kind of small. I can do about three to four weddings on a a 128 gigabyte um, SD card. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, two sources backed up, one on physical and one on the hard drive. I mean, one physical, one on online. And um, yeah, I mean, I like to have two. I've always heard um, like horror stories of people like, you know, you see them on Facebook sometimes. Like I formatted a card and started shooting and then forgot, like I didn't back it up. So that's definitely always the first thing I want to do is make sure that that whole shoot, especially if it's a wedding, wasn't Mm -hmm. wasted. You know, with a, with a commercial or a corporate client, it would, it would be bad, but you could tell them like, Hey, I messed up and unfortunately we'll need to reshoot it. You're probably going to have to pay for the shoot with your Mm -hmm. own money if that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, But with a wedding, like, I mean, you've seen people like asking like, well, you're going to have to pay to have me a wedding again. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. Um, So just back up the footage. Yeah. It's best to go ahead and do that. Um, All right. So Chaz, you've backed up your footage. Now let's say it's probably a couple of days later. By the time you get back to it, you're starting to edit. What is, what is the Chaz read process? How do you start? You get comfortable. You grab you some almonds, maybe some pistachios. What do you do? Um, I'm not, I'm not keto. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, so I've like reinvented the way that I, I'm going to start editing mm-hmm. for those who What's don't a new, know. It's a new time for both of us, man. Yeah. We're both just for going those, on new adventures. It's just, it's just new, man. Um, I've learned in my brain, I'm a, I'm a process type person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, follow steps one through Z or whatever. Um, so I've created that that process in my head. Um, first step would be to create the project. Um, or what do you what are you editing in these days? It'll be Final Cut Pro X. Okay. Um, I have Premiere. I lost my screen one time on Premiere. I never went back. I hate Adobe. Maybe one day I'll go back, but. For it's today, okay. you don't need to. It's fun to come pro legs. So I create the, um, you know, the main, whatever. Bride and groom's name. That's what it's, we're going to call it. The bride and groom's name. That's the main. Mm-hmm. And those projects, I'll, um, depending on deliverables, you know, full reception. I mean, main reception, ceremony, whatever. Whatever I can do where that I, that I can use pluralize to sync the audio and the video, I'm going to do it. Those are going to be all separate projects. Once I get those developed from those, I'll slice out my audio pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slice out the audio pieces that I want to use and highlight the short film first, um, because that's what's going to really drive the story. Once I get those lined out or selected, then I'm going to go to the music process. I'm going to figure out what song fits this particular couple this evening, this day, whatever. I'll get that. I'll bring that into the timeline for the highlight. I'll listen to the music based off the buildups and, you know, everything going on with the song is where I'm going to place the audio pieces. If it's like mm-hmm. a crazy buildup and I'll be like, and I'm like, um, that, that particular part needs to have, you know, the doors when the bride comes in. I'll remember that. I won't put any audio over that particular part, but I will keep that in the back of my head. After that, after I have all the main audio pieces and the pieces, um, you know, the ceremony shots, whatever, I'm going to add everything onto a timeline. I'm going to scan through everything and see what's usable, what's not usable. Um, and I'll have those selected pieces. So basically I refer to those selected pieces as the sprinkles to my, this, this cupcake, as you want to say, yeah, the salt and pepper, like salt bay. Um, so as salt bay does, I'm going to create, I'm going to cook this steak, right? So the steak to me, the steak, that's the main thing. The steak is the music and the audio that drives this, this film. I lay my steak out. 
I want to hear, I want to see how this steak is cooking per se. Sorry I like how you're doing vegans. this. I like, I like the food. Yeah. Reference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if we got any vegan people up here, but no, just bear with me. Okay. The impossible um, steak. There you go. That'll work. So I have the steak laid out and I'm listening to everything that they're saying. While I'm listening is when I start to grab the sprinkles that I want to add on. Mm-hmm. On top of the steak. Once you have the sprinkles laid on top of the steak, or the saw, I'm sorry, steak and sprinkles, whatever. <laughs> salt, okay, the salt. I'm putting the salt on top of the steak. Once I have the steak and the salt laid out, it's pretty much done. That's the process in my head. It should be pretty much done. If not 100% done, 90% done. The other 10%, remaining should be you fine tuning everything, you know, color matching, the color grading, um, uh, beefing up the audio that you've, you know, you've selected, um, the orientation of some of the clips. Sometimes, you know, things ain't perfectly straight. Adding mm-hmm. the stabilization on your gimbal shots. It's the fine tuning, the letterboxes, the titles, everything else. Um, I watch it a couple hundred times and right. <laughs> Once I'm content, export, send it off. That's it, bro. So going into this new season, well, let me tell you mine first, and then I'll ask the next question. Before you do that. Go ahead. I really have to pee. I'll edit that out. There you go. You're going to have to edit it out. Do you need to get another beer, too? Um, No, I'm okay. These are non-alcoholic anyway, so. You should get another one. I mean, it's. Who cares? Get right, another I'll one, get man. One. I'll get one. Okay. I got to pee bad, bro. All right. We'll be right back. Right. I'm going to pause yeah. this recording. There we go. And we're back from the brief pause. We apologize, ladies and gentlemen, and pets, and anyone else listening. Um, so my process. Uh, let's see. We were up to starting to edit, right? So I edit um, in DaVinci Resolve 17 right now. Mm. And step one for me is going to be when I open DaVinci, I make a new folder. So this, at this point in my mind, uh, when I'm explaining this, I've already got all my footage organized. Um, I like to split it up between cameras and then between events. So I know, you know, I got camera A and then by event, if it's prep, if it's, you know, cocktail hour, whatever it might be, I like to split it up like that. Um, but so I opened DaVinci, I create a new folder, and then inside of that folder, I create a new project. And mm. inside of that folder is where all my projects or all my deliverables will live separately. Um, and then let's see. I, I don't really do it. It seems like the way most people do. Um, my first step is music. Um, mm. I always, always look for music that, like, I don't really know how to describe it. It just hits that place where I want it to hit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get it. You're just not talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so like I, I find a song on Music Bed. Oh, we need to record that by the way. One day, we'll we'll get on it soon. Oh, the the sponsor joint. Yeah, code story over everything, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find my music, and then once I find a, a song that like hits what I wanted to hit. I put it on my timeline and then I always start with three frames of black um, at the beginning of every film, just because I don't want it. I like it to start when it starts. I don't want it to just be starting when someone pushes play. I wanted them to have a split second to get into it. Um, so I do three frames of black and then I start putting in my footage. Uh, now I never, unlike a lot of people, I don't call my footage. I don't go through and, try to look and see what was good and what was bad. And this is a big tip, big tip from uh, Aaron here. If you're looking through your viewfinder or your little flippy screen, whatever you use to film, um, don't push record unless it looks good. Like stop wasting time. Mm-hmm. You just got to quit. Um, because like you look, if I look at someone else's footage, um, and I just want to know, like, what are you doing? Why are you recording right now? Like, stop it. I mean, you clearly know you can look at the screen, you know, like imagine that's your, your monitor at home. 
Like mm-hmm. when you go to edit, you're not about to use that. So stop it. Don't record. You're wasting your time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Once you have your shot framed up and you're ready to go, you uh, you look at it and you say, hey, this is what I wanted here. Then push record. Hold it for however long you need that shot for. Stop recording. Um, so yeah, I don't go back through my footage and look at it. I know that if it's on that SD card, it's something I wanted to record. And I know how I film things and I know it's going to be what I want it to be. Um, so that's when I go into developing my intro of the video. You know, we talked a little about intros a couple weeks ago. Um, I just make mental notes during wedding days of audio that I like, of clips that I like. And, you know, like I just remember that, you know, during this dance, they did this one thing that I thought looked dope. My angle was good. The slow motion piece looks nice. Uh, maybe this prep area looked amazing. So I, I have mentally already decided what's going to fit in here. Um, and then I just, I put it in. And that's it. I wish I had the memory of a young buck like you. Okay. I think one of the big differences is the volume of events you do versus the volume that I do. This is probably true. Because the first time that first year when I did those three in one weekend, I was like, I will never do it again, ever. (laughs) It's just too much to do effectively for me. So like, I bet if you had one, you know, every week or even every other week, you'd be Mm -hmm. fine to remember. Like, yeah, yeah, I can can remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But when it's like, I probably remember names and all that. Yeah, I, I remember all my couple's names. Um, yeah. But like when you're Chaz and you're going from North Carolina to Georgia to South Carolina and then to Virginia, then to North Carolina and then to North Carolina again, all in a span of less than 10 days, um, you're not going to remember all that. So you should probably adopt Chaz's uh, idea there and you don't need to make mental notes. Just follow your instincts. No, make the mental no, no. notes afterwards when no, you're going through that no. footage. No, just do what Aaron does and don't freaking overbook yourself. <laughs> You're starving or something like. Yeah, I don't know what I think after I do this stuff like this. I don't know, um, but yeah. So I go in, I create my intro, and you know, from there, I do I do it all at one time. I'm not the guy that, you know, I finish my three to four or five minutes. And then I'll go back and do all the little stuff. I do it as I'm going. Um, and I just mm. find that, like, you know, I'll put in a few clips and I'll watch them. And I'll put in a few more clips. And i watch almost the whole thing every time. Or at least that scene. Um, you know, as I'm building it, I'll just go back and go through. And I'll, I'll match colors then and tinker with everything and stabilize it, denoise it. Because I can't really get into it if it doesn't look like a finished product up until then. Um, so like if I've got 30 seconds done and I watch those first 30 seconds back and I see like, you know, this one needs to be stabilized. I need to run some neat video on one, uh, and stuff like that. Like, I just can't get into it. It doesn't, doesn't sit well with me. So I just do that kind of stuff as I go. Um, and that works for me. I can usually get, I can get a highlight done in a day, um, without any issue. Really, the longest part for me is finding the song that I like. Right. Because it seems like you go through, and it's, I mean, we all know. It just takes forever. Right. And there's not that many songs, which is why you should really try Music Bed. There you go. But on the real, though, I, they do have better music. Yeah. And I like you, Music Bed. Like, I've, I've literally created, like, a catalog of, like, yo, these are dope songs that I can use for a wedding. I might not use them on the wedding that I'm editing, but the fact that they have potential, you know, I want to put that to the side to lessen my my searching time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know if I go straight over here, I can listen to these. Oh, you know what? This song that I found, you know, four months ago, this kind of fits. Let's see how it goes, you know. So, yeah, that's definitely what I do. So in your videos, Chaz, are there any must-haves? Is there like... Do you absolutely show the first kiss every single video? I absolutely do. You do? I absolutely do. And the only reason you create must-haves from complaints. 
right. Um, a first kiss might be, you know, three seconds. Yeah, or you can cut them in creatively as well. Yeah, but it's like I'm willing to bet if you don't put the first kiss in, the bride is going to complain. She's going to say something. Hey, I didn't even see our first kiss. It might not dawn on her immediately. Mm-hmm. She'll come back and say something. The The grooms, grooms, they never care. Like, I've had a couple that I, care, but not most. I've had like two out of like 200 that was like harping on me more than the bride was. And I feel like they were harping on me because the bride was harping on them, not because mm-hmm. they were harping on anything. Oh yeah. But um I know what you mean there. I'll put a I'll put a first kiss in before I do a a, a ring exchange shot. Um just certain things trump certain things. Mm-hmm. Like if if a wedding if it has a send off, you're gonna need to put the send off in there. I don't um I don't usually stay until the send off on my weddings. Yeah, so it just depends on how you're contracted out, you know. Um a lot of mine is they kind of start me. They kind of look at their timeline in reverse when I should start. They'll be like, oh, we're doing a send off at 11. Okay, we got them for eight hours. Let's book them starting at this time. Yeah. I always, I try to tell my couples almost the exact opposite of that or the planners. Mm-hmm. Um, while most people like to start with that mindset, uh, at least the people I've worked with, they're mm-hmm. like, all right, well, you know, send off is at 1030. Count backwards from there this many hours. That's when you should start. Um, but I find that I can tell a better story if I get more of the early day than the late day. Right. Yeah, like if true. I can get 30 minutes of dancing in before everybody gets too drunk, then I don't really need anything after that. I'm mostly mm-hmm. just looking busy at, the, at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, but it's like the stuff like, you know, you got little nephew Jimmy running around, you know, talking to grandma that you can capture. You got, you know, the cool hairspray shots. There's just so much more going on early in the day when people are hanging out. Yeah. Um, before the celebration as to everybody just doing the exact same thing for hours. Um, it gets old. It does really fast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I layer, lay it all like that. Um, my must have, I don't really have must haves. I've done a couple without first kisses. It depends on how the first kiss looks and how much the photographer is blocking my view. Mm. Um, that happens kind of often for me, which I, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not, I don't hate on people. Yeah. Um, but I just build it out pretty quick and and then I you know I'm ready to deliver. I don't do longer films. Um just highlights really. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will opt for a ceremony, which I'm like you, I just I throw it through plural eyes and she's done. Chop it up. Yeah. He go go <laughs> back inside, Flo. He, he sounded like he came inside that time, bro. Yeah, somebody opened the door and he saw me and barked. <laughs> yeah. Fluffy, wants to come tighten play. up. Tighten up. Um, yeah, I think this new... I'm like revamping a lot of stuff, um, especially this month. I have the time now. Um, I think my biggest complaint has been like my personal biggest complaint, not couples. It's been the hour coverage thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they see it. They're like, oh, I paid for it. I want it. And it, it all comes to marketing. You want to add more value mm-hmm. to, you know, the package. And they see it. So this is like 10 hours, 12 hours. And they really want me to be there those 10 or 12 hours. Yeah. And, and a lot of like, times you just don't need to be. I am, don't need to be at all. Mm-hmm. Don't need to be. But then I, I feel like you're kind of like. You know, getting one over on them if you leave before that or you show right, up when you don't right. like. But, you know, at the end of the day, you just need what you need. So I literally like, okay, you want me there for 12 hours? Hmm. Okay, I'll be there for 12 hours. I'm not filming for 12 hours. Like, I mean, 12 hours? Food. For what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want a, a, two hours of makeup? How many angles can I get? There's only you know? so many shots you can get. Only so many. Um, so when it's stuff like that, I literally, again, 
I can't help Again. him. Man. He's just dogging it up in there. So um, I literally do what I do and I chill. Like some people are like super duper, like collar button up professional, and I'm mm. like super duper chill. Like I'm the type to sit beside like the bride when she ain't doing nothing and just talk to her. You know what I'm saying? While other people are just running around, running around. Oh, I gotta get this. I gotta get this. No, you don't. Like how many times you gotta get the ring shot? Just chill. come on, man. Chill out. Yeah, most of the the types of people that generally hire me, um, are the the same kind of people. Like, you know, it's not odd for me to just hang out for a little bit, um, and just talk. It's not usually like a like you said a buttoned up professional kind of thing. Um, it's more like by the time we get to your wedding, we're kind of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool. It's just like, you know, it's like if I was filming your wedding, it'd be completely fine. We'd have a good time. Completely fine. And I'll get you drunk. Okay. At your wedding, Absolutely. I'm like. That's what I'm saying. I thought that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Like if you were to film my wedding. Um, yeah, I'll get you drunk as a skunk. Anywho. All right. So we're, we're at the point where we have now edited these videos. What is your delivery process, Jess? So How do you deliver? I think, I think, um, so I'm like, Almost all digital. Mm-hmm. Um, certain packs come with an external hard drive, but majority of the weddings are digital. Um, and I literally type them up an email. Hey, you know, days finally arrived. Thank you so much for having us. You know, please see below links for, you know, this particular video, this, this, this. You know, I hope you love it the way we do. Send it off. Um, I have a homie. He's... um. He has these video playbooks. Mm-hmm. It's like a wedding. If you were to think of like a, a iPad almost in a, in a case, in like a leather case, but it opens landscape instead of portrait. Mm-hmm. As soon as you open it, it starts playing a video. The wedding video. Cool. It's dope. We got like a little five inch or a seven inch screen on it. Mm. And you upload, you know, everything that you wanted to play and it plays like a dvd almost that's pretty cool i like that idea so if you the first thing you upload is a ceremony as soon as you open it it's going to start playing a ceremony Mm -hmm. you know if it's the highlight or whatever it's going to do that once it get down to that it's going to go to the next film um and it's it's a nice keepsake you know my keepsake is like uh external hard drive in a box (laughs) um it's normally like a, a a terabyte or so, but I tell people like, hey, you can use the same external to put your photos on. So now you have a wedding external hard drive, right. you know, but I like the presentation of the video books that he has. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a unique experience that could probably net a, a little bit of a profit too, you know, yeah, increase the yeah, prices for an experience mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Um, what about for you, me, bro? My delivery is digital as well. If someone opts to purchase raw footage, um, then I'll give them an external. Otherwise, I use Webflow, uh, and we're not yeah. sponsored by Webflow yet. Um, but I've just—it's easy. It's free up to like a gigabyte or something. So if I'm yep. just delivering yep. a highlight, I mean, it's no questions asked. It's super easy. Yeah, and you can pick out like the the picture and all that. It comes yeah. up. I mean, it looks same homie. Yeah, the same homie does the same thing. I never heard of that until a couple months ago. And he sent me a link and I was like, oh, this looks dope. Like, yeah, you have like the backdrop of like whatever image you pick and then they like click and it plays. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's free. You can it's free up to like a gig and then you like pay like five dollars up to like five gigs. Of yeah, I mean, it's cheap. Like that. I could pay five dollars yeah. a wedding. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So it's, that's really dope. I was and looking that's at it. That too. I usually. uh. I send it to them on there and then I'll notify them um, either a text depends on however we've been communicating. If it's email, text, Facebook, whatever. Um, And I was just like, Hey, sent over your video. Hope you love it. It was great working with you. And then they usually send back like some crying emojis, some exclamations, you know, the normal. Mm -hmm. The normal stuff. That's what I'm talking about. I know, I know you, I know you pull the emotions out of them, bro. Cause you're the master. Master blessed. Right. That'll be enough. Okay. I'm going to cut your mic. Can I do that? <laughs> um, all right, cool. That's the process. I'm excited about this new journey. Um, you know, just going forward, 
Chaz Reed is officially just a full-time filmmaker now. Yet again, and this is four years and change later. It's been it's been ready for that. You've been ready. I'm excited about time. it. I'm excited to grow some more. You know, hang out some more. We'll have more time to do that. Get some more content. And develop these processes even more. Get better for everyone. You need to bring the vlog back, man. I am. I'm bringing it back. That's what I'm talking about. I'm bringing it back. Um, yeah, I know last week I said that that was my last project for that customer, and then it turns out it wasn't. Ooh, um, and they paid the invoice, so, you know, I'm good to go. Get her done. Uh, yeah, but I actually sent that off um, just before I went fishing with my son. It was just uh, another ma- – they do a lot of magazine advertising, so it was a mm-hmm. magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was easy, just in and out. Change some stuff up. Good to go. That's the one you lost in Adobe? Yeah, it is. Good job. I just never remember to click save. Like, just everything else has autosave. Just autosave it. It's 2021. Like, we got civilians going to space, and you can't save a project. Come on. They'll come around to it. I give them, like, $32 a month. And so I figured those $32 a month to add up to where they can pay a software engineer to create the autosave function. Go in there and click a button, like save. All right. After, you know, maybe a year or two more of paying. It'll get there though. I promise you. I'm working on it. I appreciate it. I do. Um, All right, cool. What else you got for the audience, Chaz? Oh, it's nugget of the day. It's time for the nugget of the day, Chaz. I almost forgot. Oh, man. Man, I thought I was scot-free. Beside myself over here. (laughs) Jeez. All right. So without further ado, it's time for... The nugget of the day. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, boss. All right. So I think the nugget of the day would definitely be fitting if I said, um, when you're ready to take the leap, take the leap. Um, don't burn any bridges down when you take the leap, just in case the leap doesn't go as planned. And you need a life jacket, okay? Um, so with me, for example, my two-week notice, I turned it in on day 15, 15 days out. Um, my final email I sent to my crew it was like, you know, I was getting replies back saying, hey, you know, that was super professional. We love the way you sent the email. Mm-hmm. I left on an extremely high note, you know, um, even though I highly doubt that I'm going back, if I need the option to go back, I still have it there. Um, but once you start looking at the numbers, if it's in black and white and it's making sense in black and white, go ahead and go for it. Um, yeah. My biggest thing was I was seeing I was seeing something that was producing more money for me and a better lifestyle. I was seeing that go to the wayside for something that wasn't because I felt so much pressure that I needed to be involved in the lesser, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the lesser hasn't gave me the lifestyle that I've I've been living, you know. Um, I'm not saying I'm balling out of control. I'm not saying I'm a million bazillionaire or anything like that, but I know when I wanted to make, uh, 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 when I needed to spend more money or a bigger purchase, I know what pot I picked from. And it wasn't the pot that I was dedicating to 40 hours a week to, you know? Um, so I was talking to a homie earlier and he was like, you know, when I left my job, man, I never looked back. Aaron, you say the same thing. When I left my job, I never looked back. I talked to a planner. When I left my job, I never looked back. It was the best. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, you're starting a new chapter. I'm starting a new chapter. I, neither one of us plan on looking back. You know. Um, right. And the growth is it's just it's like it's endless. You know. I put I put up a I put up a. You know what? This is my official nugget of the day. Something I put on uh, Instagram today. It says, being broke is hard, 
Building wealth is hard. Choose your hard. That's right. Let's go. That's it. That's, That's it, it, bro. That's, all there That's is. it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm about to say peace right now. Peace. <laughs> all right. That was the nugget of the day, ladies and gentlemen. As always, we appreciate your time and listening to this long-winded podcast that we are. Uh, oh, but we enjoy it. And from the messages I get, other people seem to enjoy it as well. Um, we love you. We thank you. We're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You can watch us now if you choose to do so. I don't know. Seems like some people are doing that these days, so we're there. Um, we're on Google, Spotify, Spreaker. We're on all the stuff. Anything you can listen to podcast. If we're not on it, you should probably change services. So, um, like Chaz said, you will miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Don't live in regret. Live your life to the fullest. It is out there to be taken. Um, that's all I got. You got anything? That should have been a nugget of the day, man. What the heck? Man. That was a nugget of the week. No. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I like that. All right, man. As always, 